You're tuning in to Past Hour Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Let's be great. Let's be great. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro center Dan Copen. Go rock this thing, huh? Love you, man. Hey, welcome to Past Hour Prime. I'm Dan. He's Tip. And it's National Past Hour Prime Dan Copen Day. It's episode sixty-seven. I just had to. Oh, I just had to. I just had to throw it in there. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, good. I, you got your mind on other shit. I got it. No, it's well, two more episodes from now. Oh, you're episode. waiting for that one? Well, yeah, but I forgot sixty-seven. This is your special episode. This is my special episode. Oh, good. So we and we've got one of my special guests, and yeah. I'm bringing in a baseball player today. I, I remember how I used to bring in the football players, and we don't know how that happened, but well, I'm, I'm, and you're bringing in the baseball I'm guys. I'm going to bring one Good. in. we got Jason Hamill, former Major League Baseball pitcher. Major League Baseball, that sounds just stupid. What a, well, because we're, we're used to saying minor league baseball. <laughs> yeah. so, Jay, I don't know. And welcome to the show. I uh, appreciate you coming on and taking time out of your day. You know, I'm sure you had drop-offs this morning. I'm sure. And you texted me probably 20 minutes ago you're rushing home from the grocery store so i'm just wondering what'd you get at the grocery store what's what's the day look like for you today so it's been kind of a shit show the last few days um i did just get back from pinehurst since you want to talk golf oh yeah uh, we're gonna talk mm, golf we'll get there I, I, I kind of i kind of want to know about the grocery store first Let's, <laughs> yeah. i just want to know how we're exciting your life is forget golf you know yeah i got some milk you know eggs the basics nothing crazy some uh some bread, some avocados. Mm. Uh, you know, I, I'm trying this whole retired thing out for the last few years, and I've learned that I just stopped working for myself, and now I'm working for my wife. So yeah, yeah, yes, that, that kind of happens. That that absolutely does happen. I'm about he broke. I, I'm, he about, broke, I'm about, about eight years he broke into rule it. Number one in the first minute. <laughs> yeah. I did. I'm the wives out of it. Um, yeah, I usually say minor league baseball player because yeah. I don't know. Do you know Tip Fairchild? Have you ever heard no, that he name in, in the baseball no, you know realm? Never know. Never I know, know that's why yeah. I'm asking him. I have, honestly, no. I'm sorry, man. I'm uh, sure that's, that's okay. It's we uh, both it's played fine. in the same state. I'm he, was with the, he was with the Rangers for a little bit. Oh, yeah, you were with he was Houston. A, yeah, he was in minor. I mean, yeah. Well, I was in uh, Oneonta, New York, when he was in uh, when he was in the show already. So we 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 missed paths. You were you you made your debut in 06, right? I did. I did. Yeah. Yeah. So I was busy tearing up the South Atlantic League at that time. <laughs> where, where where were you at in the South Atlantic in the Sally League? Where were you at? Lexington, the best city in the world. Lexington. Dude, you guys got a sick stadium for a minor league stadium. You Where's, guys were. It was, it was UK that's, UK's that's the campus. House that Fairchild built. It was the house that Fairchild built. You're right. So it, yeah. you know, and we've we've talked about this a few times because we've had a lot of those guys on the show. Um, greatest scene you can have because you're on UK's campus and like Thursday night was Fifty Cent Beer is that Night on UK's campus. Well, it's, I didn't it's know like, that. Well, Lexington basically is UK's campus, so it's like a I get mile that. away. Do the, does UK play yet? No, they have their They're, own. They have their, they own. Have their okay. own. But. You get all the sorority and fraternity folk. Then you broke rule number two. <laughs> <laughs> what the, coming down, coming down to the you know the games like you know fifty cent beers, and then you go. I don't know if you remember the scene down there, but you go to Two Keys, you go to Gambinos after the game. You know that's a good place to travel to, playing in so, minor league baseball. He didn't play it. As a home stadium, I'm sure, but as a visitor, you know, you, you remember the bus rides, man. So you didn't get too much time to really hang out. 
and yeah. usually like a motel six with a roommate so that kind of kills a lot of the fun yeah the, like i was I, when i was in the sally league i was in chucktown i was in charleston south carolina mm-hmm. and that's other beauty man that's yep. that's for a for a 19 20 year old almost 21 year old kid you're, you're uh you're really setting yourself up for failure doing that like absolutely and then you're from greenville right i <laughs> i was born in greenville but i don't born remember yeah I was, okay I was got it a cup of coffee and then we moved to pittsburgh Okay, because so, Greenville has a great minor league place too, like a little vibe down there with a good yeah, with yeah. grasshoppers are down there. Yep, yep. Another good hat, by the way. Minor I mean, league did you ever? Did you ever? Hats. I used to get minor league hats when I was younger. I used to think, yeah. was that a cool thing to do? I mean, uh, I mean, like I remember, like, hey, here's a cool the, logo um, or whatever. Everybody had the Chattanooga Chattanooga lookouts. Yeah, yeah, hat, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like the eyes on it. That was a popular one because we come from the uh, no fear days. Oh yeah, we're all, we're all yes. in the same oh, age yeah. group, right? So we come from No Fear shirts. Is that Remember still the No around? Fear yeah, shirts? Yeah. Is that still around? I don't Probably know, not. but those were awesome. Yeah, yeah. those were. I do. Yeah, and then also another another cool set of shirts during that era was Coed Naked. Remember Coed <laughs> Naked shirts? Oh, I don't think I was allowed to wear those shirts. You can't. You couldn't wear them to school. Yeah, yeah I can't like, wear. Get your ass in the grass, like <laughs> something like that. <laughs> right. right. You know what the. And I, I did wear this early on in my career for a couple nights out, and I think my wife still makes fun of me to this day. Remember the Affliction shirts? Oh, <laughs> do I remember them? This was probably right in your heyday hey, of minor league. Yeah, Jay, your your body's perfect hey, for an Affliction you shirt. You definitely wore Affliction shirts. Oh, no, this is terrible because when um, I came up with the Rays and Joe Madden was there, and he's always been the guy that really, like, had the the haywire really crazy theme trips and we had an affliction trip and literally like we would go to nordstrom and the whole team would buy up affliction and it was it was the grossest thing i've ever seen it was just imagine my wiry skinny skinny fat man body with those loose affliction shirts that were wrapped around like a like a guido body like (laughs) i i didn't it didn't work for me but i tried i tried like hell you're supposed to have shoulders to wear those shirts. You're supposed to have arms. You're supposed <laughs> exactly. to have tattoos. It just doesn't work out for us. Please tell me you still have that shirt. Do I you don't still have no, one kicking no. around. I, I don't save shit. Just that, that yeah, thing was gone. Probably. We got to get a couple of flicks. It was also probably like a four X. It might have been. So it <laughs> probably looked like a small. Save on, it for me, on Jason. <laughs> save it for me. I'm getting yeah, there. Yeah, you're getting there. Um, you, I mean, you spent some time in the minors. How are those, like, as a pitcher, if you're starting the next day, what's the longest, like, bus ride that you went on and you had to play when uh, you get there? So I was lucky because I was a starter. So it was once every five days. My my uh, my chances of playing on a long bus ride were good, and you knew when it was coming, too. Like, if you like you could schedule, all right, this is day three. We got two more, a road trip, game. All right, this one's, oh, shoot. All right, I'm going to take, like, the longest bus ride was – when it was again in the Sally League, we were it was Charleston to as far north uh, as we're, like, Lakewood, probably right? Lakewood, uh, the uh, Lakeland or something, Lakewood maybe. Yeah, um, all the way up in New Jersey. It was yeah, yeah, exactly. I forget what time. Still there. It was a hike. It was like fourteen hours, fourteen hours, and it's yeah. just miserable. It was miserable, and you know you're. I was lucky enough. Well, I guess I wasn't really lucky enough because it was my second go round because I broke my wrist my first year in Sally League and I missed time. And I came back for like two months there just to 
get it right before I went to Bakersfield, California, which is another place. It's not really fun to go to either. Um, but I played in the California <laughs> league too. I was in Lancaster. It's an absolute launching pad. I gave up a hundred home runs there in half a season. Dude, it's like playing on the moon there. You know, you, yes. know, you, know, what's, you know what's crazy about Bakersfield? The um, This is a funny story. I don't know if this is actually public. It probably is. If you really wanted to go it's dig. It's a shithole. Is, is that the, is that Jason, the funny Remember, thing? nobody oh, lived, so, so nobody's going to hear it. There's there's two things. There's two things. You remember how that you said that they had the Black Widows and the, the visiting team dug out? No. You didn't know that? Yeah. Dancers? What? Are we talking about dancers or are we talking about spiders? <laughs> <laughs> like spiders. But actually, I don't I did not know that. I would no, I would have been terrified, by the way. I hate them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I do. I'm so glad I'm not playing anymore. There's a visiting clubhouse is infested. There's always something happening. Every series somebody had a problem with one. But the Remember in center field how the games like you had to start at seven fifty because the sun set. Um, yeah, yeah, it was a seven fifty game. Like on the East Coast, it was eleven fifty at night when the game started. Yeah, it was ridiculous. So, uh, like right after I think it was two years after I left there. So it was oh four. I was there. Oh six. I made my debut. I heard a story from the guys during spring training in oh six that they raised enough money to build a new batter's eye, taller, mm-hmm. block it out during the season. But the problem was they built it during the off season, which was slightly left <laughs> of oh, where the sun is. Yeah. So they put like half a million dollars into this like massive, like new batter's eye. And then yeah. the season around and it didn't do anything. It was still- yeah. the sun missed it. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, I somebody like would that. have been just people not yeah, thinking, yeah, just, just people not, not thinking. What, is, what about, a- um, so we covered the Sally League and the California League. Did you play in the Carolina League at all? I, I didn't play in the Carolina. No, for double A or let's see, double that was double A, right? Oh, that was high A. So what about double A? Where were you in double A? Southern League? I was, in, I was in Montgomery in the Southern League. I was a biscuit. Okay. All right. Yeah, the biscuits are a good team. Reed played for the biscuits too. Okay. Wait, what year was that? What year were you there? Uh oh uh, oh four. Okay, too early. Reed was there probably oh six. It was six or so, seven. So, um, well, the Cali League, though, I mean, not the Cali League, the the uh, Carolina League. I wondered if you went to Myrtle Beach because that is a that is an experience going to Myrtle Beach. Myrtle Beach is awesome, and uh, and also a, a, a hotbed for golf. Like, yeah, yeah. And and in, you would, in the, the minors stadium, in the, the minor like you were starting the minors too, yeah, right? Yep. Are you allowed to bring your clubs? Yeah, on this we'd, bus? we'd have them. On, we'd have them on some trips, but not nothing like when you get to the big leagues. I mean, no, like, I will, we're, we're, to be, we're gonna get there. Yeah, I want to get there. That's but, where my knowledge base like, stops. Based on like a tenth round pick, you were twenty third, twenty third round first. You decide not to come out, and then you go back into the draft. Which, by the way, that that whole process tenth round, twelfth round, we were we were I, in the same I, boat I, here. I, but the whole process just baffles me. Yeah, you're drafted at one point, then you can say you don't want to go, yep. or you're not gonna. You, why didn't you go the first time? Seventeen year old, yeah, seventeen year old, right? I was seven, so I was like, I got both. I got drafted by the Mariners my first time, and that was twenty third round. You know, the local team, local kid, like wanted to do it, but baseball honestly was like, it was like a, a shadow of doubt in my mind where i was thinking maybe i might not be doing baseball i loved it but it took me my two years of college junior college to where i actually filled out because i was i was running around the shower trying to get wet you know i was six six a buck 75 i think my senior year of high school mm-hmm. and i was throwing 87 88 
175. <laughs> I think I was 175 in like eighth grade. No, I was gonna say sixth grade. <laughs> no, I wasn't sixth grade. You no. were you were pointing at me, Dan, the kid. You're shoving me in my locker still. No, no, I wasn't yeah. that guy. <laughs> not were, that guy. But you were tall though. You were tall was, all the way through with high school. I, I was tall and I had a sick curveball, sick hammer, and it was it was kind of what caught the eye. I faced. Um, the top prospect was in our same uh, league, like, I guess, division in high school ball. We were a 4A team, and he actually was committed to Arizona State on a football scholarship. Skylar Fulton was his name, and his team came in. He played for Olympia, I think. Was he, I think it was Olympia or Olympic or something like that. Anyway, he, uh, he came in, and I pitched that game, and I punched his ticket three times, and there were scouts there watching him, and that's how I got seen, and that was the Rockies, the Rays – and the Mariners were all there and yep. that's kind of how things took off. But that wasn't until like literally May of my senior year. But before that baseball really even on the, I was hoping to go walk on a local community college and then I was going to be a, a nerd, be a graphic designer. So yeah, but, this I is mean, a lot the, like McKellar's story. Yeah. But by yeah. the way, one, your language in baseball is phenomenal. The punch way, like ticket. punches you, ticket. Yeah, you heard punches he, ticket. He basically, I, get, I saw he, him get excited he, when he, you said yeah, that. Yeah, he just yeah. complimented himself. He's got a great hammer too. Oh yeah, great hammer. Great hammer. Yeah. He punched his hammer's ticket. a different thing in your locker room. I think it's a different thing everywhere. Okay. Let's, <laughs> let's let's be clear yeah. about that. <clears throat> baseball really doesn't matter. It does matter. I mean, it, it helps <laughs> to go to that big big name program or go right from high school to the to the minors or majors and obviously you were good enough to do that you just chose not to but it doesn't matter where you go as yeah. long as you they're gonna find you anywhere yeah yeah if you you, you make good on an opportunity I, I obviously had no idea there were scouts there um i was just kind of pitching having a good time and you know i ended up having a good game and then things took off from there my scout was best friends with the head coach that i ended up going to school at the college treasure valley in oregon and they gave me a ride there and I went there and, you know, filled out, you know, put on my college weight. Yeah, was skinny fat. Yeah, what filled was that? Out the French 100, fries. 185? Yeah, he gained yeah. 10 pounds of just, of just mush. <laughs> <laughs> 10 pounds of mush. Oh, yeah, lots of 12-ounce curls. It was it was bad. Um, but, hey, my velocity went from 88 to, like, 95. So it was it was something that worked. It was a good, it was a good uh, concoction to make it work. But now, one thing that Dan and I have talked about multiple times on this show, comes up a lot, is the difference in guaranteed money contracts with Major League Baseball. NFL doesn't have that. But also what he can't understand is the time that you play in the game mm -hmm. helps set you up for life with insurance and like the, you know, the, um, the pension. pension and the all pension. this stuff. I'm entirely I'm, different it doesn't than matter. the NFL. You Opposite. Could, you could say whatever you want. I would play baseball just for those two things. Just for those two just, things. Just the pension and the insurance is just like, I don't right. know how you guys get it. Yeah, well, I, I did not. So No, I know you did. <laughs> Actually, I did. I did. There, uh, is, a there is a minor league one, and, yeah, you can, yeah. and you can actually, I did this like three years ago. They, they just say, hey, you have your time. So I had four and a half years or whatever. So they go, um... Just, yeah, fill this out, and we'll just send you the money right now. And it's like, thanks for the $7,300. Perfect. <laughs> call, it, call it a day. Now, the other thing, though, that's going on right now, and you know this. Um, well, maybe you know, maybe you don't, but there's huge lawsuits going on right now with a minor league wage issue. Yep. Like, yep. tons yep. of guys in this. But also, there's this crazy thing with California, and if you were injured and you ever played in California with yep. the workers' comp thing. So, like, uh, if you 
threw a pitch in the state of California and you've ever been hurt in your career. Mm. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if you've been hurt in California. Just mm-mm, hurt. Mm-mm. Does you either need to be born in California, signed your contract in California, or threw Play. one yeah. pitch in California. And you can go like everybody's going and doing it right now. You go there and they say, "All right, here's your settlement number." You do like a quick deposition. You get you go to the doctor. Yep. They give you a number. You say no, and then you <laughs> like you get in this law group. And then they come back and they like throw another number out and you either take it or not. Literally, everybody I know is doing it that was in the minor leagues. No kid. Yes. So you should look into it if you're looking to make a quick, you know, 80, 90, 120 grand. It's like good money. It's like real money. Tip tip will take 10%. I will. I will. (laughs) Well, that's what all these law firms are doing. It's crazy right now. But Dan, this is all Dan talks about is how the difference in Major League Baseball with the more time you have. The union. The, I think it's, the union, it's, it's the more better, about the, the power of Major League Baseball's union versus NFL's union. Yeah. And, I mean, they just – what the new CBA for the NFL was probably, what, two years ago, three years ago or whatever, and it's just – we make these stupid concessions as players, and you're – whatever whatever the, the, the leadership group is, five, six, seven guys, they're still players. And you're yeah. going against 32 billionaires – yeah. Do you who do you think is going to win this argument? Right. Like you guys yeah. did it right, and I, I'm, is it more star power in baseball? Is more centered around well, it's America's past. The one yeah. thing. <laughs> yeah, but how the hell did they get that power over the know. owners at first? Is it 162 games a year where they're filling out stadiums? Which, you know, some of those stadiums aren't being filled right now. Oh no, absolutely not. No, I, I don't know. What do you think? I mean. It has a lot to do with the obviously the union, like Dan stated, but the the I guess the history carries back further with the baseball union than I guess the NFL union. I can't speak on the NFL union. Obviously, I didn't play, but I I do understand your gripe, Dan, because it's ridiculous. You guys are taking a beating. Our 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 season's grueling too, but the physicality part of like scrambling your brain in the NFL as opposed to just being wear and tear over 162 games is crazy. To where there's not more uh, in the favor of the players for you know post post career oh, stuff. The post thing is post. what's wild to me. I can understand non guaranteed money, but there are more well, contracts that are coming well, out. I that mean, way Deshaun now. Watson just came out with that guaranteed contract, right? two hundred thirty million, all well, guaranteed. And even still, and I get the I, of it I get if it's a quarterback, you know, you're gonna have more guaranteed money towards that guy. It's the most important position yeah. out on the football field. I get that. And the other thing is, I guess the roster size, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, your roster size is not 53, and then you throw mm-hmm. practice players in there. It's up to the 60s. You're carrying 90 in the training camp. So the number of players, I get how it is. I just wish we just didn't bow down yeah. on certain certain things. To get, like, all right, for instance, like uh, one of the CBA issues in 2011, I think we were nego- negotiating one. Th- we wanted, like, two more weeks off in the offseason. Well, you have to work out during that time regardless. For two weeks, they gave up, like, whatever it was. I, I, nope. It just, like, it was like, we're fighting for this, and they're just fighting for real dollars. It doesn't make should, sense how we do a, it. Should have been a pitcher. We have four days off every week. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, fuck. yeah let's, <laughs> let's, let's get hey, to those stories. Yeah, those you, are the, you, those are the yeah, good stories. You could be an MLB starter and pitch once every five days, or you could be a Japanese major league player and pitch once every seven days. That's right. That's right. You, did you do anything outside? So did you ever go in the offseason to Venezuela? 
before, you know, maybe early on or, or go overseas at all? Or was it all you know, like so, traditional path? Yeah, more the, the, I guess I would just say traditional path, just because in 2006, after my debut, I got my, essentially my, we're, we're, we're friends here. I got my shit pushed in for the whole year. It, yeah. It hurt. It was, it, yeah. Welcome to 07. That, that's, not just, that's, that's just not a baseball term, too. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was bad. I'm, my, my debut, I went three and two thirds, and I gave up seven earnings to the Orioles. So, I mean, I got, I, it was, it was a real eye opener because I was like, oh, I got the Orioles first draw just by watching, you know, they've been inferior for years. Um, mm-hmm. And then my second start was against the Royals and it went pretty well, but I only made two. And then I went back down for half the season, came back up in like, I think late June or no, late July or August. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I just couldn't figure out like how it was going to work out with, with I'm totally lost my train of thought. Where um, your your path? No, yeah. no Venezuela, no Venezuela, yeah, so right? I didn't really know how it was going to work out with with the end of the year because I know I didn't really make the impression that I wanted. Um, and they they approached me in September and they wanted me to go play like fall ball, winter ball down in Venezuela. And I actually declined just because I wasn't really comfortable with that. Um, yeah, like I don't want to carry two weapons with me all <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> and there was a lot of stuff going on, and in in you know, the, just hearing horror stories from some guys. I had great Venezuelan teammates, but the stuff that they would tell me about the safety issues and things, I just wasn't comfortable. And I had ju- just met my wife to be that year, and you know, I was looking to hang out with her in the off season and and take a break from the big leagues just to like reset, not try and go compete again, you know, play a little golf, you know, go back, visit some friends. But uh, other than that, it was, it was ho-hum minor leagues, hit every stage, work your way up and then make the debut. So was it more, was it more physical not having the stuff early on in your career or was it more mental? It was a hundred percent mental. I mean, I remember my debut, I was on the mound and my first at bat, first batter was Brian Roberts. And, you know, I think I, I was living at his tits, like at 95, I could not get the ball down glove side to save my life. I couldn't do it. I, I, it was my yeah. fault. I, I actually understand this. Dan's uh, lost I, right now. No, I got yeah. it now. I got it. As soon as he said yeah. I couldn't get the ball down, I was like, okay, the ball's high. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, living it. at his tits. That's got what it. I mean. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So you can tell a guy's got his stuff when he's able to locate a heater down and away glove side. Right. And I, I mean, it took me three innings to do that. And you know, I, I took care of all of my first, like that first inning. <laughs> it was ridiculous. First homer, first hit, first strikeout, first walk. Like it was, all, I was all over the place, heart beating out of my chest. So uh, I really needed to learn and just experience, like gaining experience is so cliche for, from hearing it from an athlete's mouth, but it's true. It's true. You get out there and the more you do it, the more comfortable you are. And I mean, I had, I had a lot to learn about just pitching i was i was a thrower when i got to the big leagues and then i became a pitcher that's my remember my story from my first minor league appearance was my first two pitches were back-to-back home runs <laughs> to larish and uh the little guy will will something he played for tampa bay but he was with the tigers initially and then um uh and then i struck out the side Oh, back nice. to back homers back to my pitches and struck out the side i was like i i i do not belong here i do not belong here Okay, I guess I could pitch you, <laughs> and then that was yeah, it. Yeah. And then I, then I pitched okay for a couple of years, and then it was all downhill from there. You got your elbow yeah, torn that's, out. That's true. Um, by the way, the Spit and Chicklets podcast that had Gretzky on this week, 
and we've got Hamill, so that's big. Yeah, yeah. This, is a, this is a big. We're competing. Yeah, we're competing. Absolutely. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. welcome. Um, let's talk. Do you want to go? I do like what you sent him for a text where you said he said one of the topics, and Dan said, "What'd you say? Golf?" Um, and I say pitches no. you wish you had back. Yeah, mainly probably mainly golf, and then pitches pitches you wish you had back. Yeah, okay, Pitch, so. pitches you wish you had back. So let's cover the baseball side first, and then and then do some golf. All right. So, oh, by the way, he's a World Series champion, too. That's where I'm going. Okay. That's where I'm going. So, you do have a, a ton of time, ton of different teams. Do you like, do you have the hats in the house somewhere? Or like oh, the hats in like your office? You I know? Wish, so that's the, that's like now the game plan. Since we, we moved back here from Chicago at the beginning of the pandemic because it was a shit show, um, mm-hmm. we needed space. And all of my stuff from all the different teams is packed up. And it was more of like this house was our just like, safety deposit box and then we'd come yeah. back here winter and holidays and stuff so i have it all but it's all boxed up and i have i have some really cool like memorabilia some cool jerseys mm-hmm. you know you i'm sure like you guys have the same like it's just all packed up we haven't gotten to it we're trying we're thinking about making some changes to the house and, and renovating and stuff so it's yeah, all you, you can blame it on the pandemic all you want but your wife's from around here this, this was the plan all along yeah, yeah, you're not I, going anywhere. I think I'm I'm starting to grasp that. I'm so I'm understanding. Like, man, I'm a really like I have, I'm a I'm a I'm a mental midget because I couldn't pick up on that. And then, you know, my, my my family. I have my mom and my brother and sister live in Pittsburgh. Um, still have some friends out in Seattle from where they from where I moved after Pittsburgh. But you know, I I do love it here. I do love yeah. it here. Yeah, well, yeah, but you moved around. I, you moved around as a kid. It sounds like a little bit. So it sounds like you can live anywhere. It doesn't really yeah. matter. And yeah, we're it, breaking. Uh, we're breaking our rule a lot right now. Yeah, but, but it's you, okay. It's a good rule to break. We're not saying anything bad. That's true. We're saying good stuff. Good stuff. Dan and I know. Say we know ten guys. You yeah. know, we play golf with, <laughs> hang out with around this area. You know, like let's include you in the mix. Eleven guys. None of us are from here. None. Not one <laughs> guy is from here. All of our wives are from here, though. Like, you know, whether it's E.G., Cranston, Providence, North Kingstown, something like that, right? It just happens. Just how it works. It's like a tractor so. beam. Sucks you in. Okay, that's still good. We're still in good terms right now. We're saying good, positive things. So so memorabilia was where I was going. Um, we've got a ring hanging out somewhere. Is it in a box? Is that with you? Or is that, that, was, is that somewhere that, else? That one's, uh, that one's guarded behind my 18-ton, you know, massive safe below my house. <laughs> Only I can guess with a drop of blood. So yes, yeah, yes. that's, that's yeah. got the shotguns right next to it, and it's also a very, very important ring too. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I remember actually watching that that uh, series. It was uh, the final game, right? Didn't that end at like three in the morning, two in the morning, or something like that? Yeah, it was like two, I think. Yeah, it was it was nuts, and rain I didn't... delays, everything going on, right? Rain delays, lead changes, more more over managing than you could ever believe from our side, and yes. like just just. It was it was crazy how long that went, and the fact that we were down three to one, there's there's no way we should have won that game. But because when when Raja Davis hit the bomb off of Chapman, that was like every fan that was with the Cubs for millennium, like how long they've been around, was like, here's the Cubs legacy. This is where we screw it up. Yep, <laughs> over. And then you know we get the rain delay, and then there's the Jason Hayward pep talk and. You come out and Schwarber, you know, he came out of his mind. Schwarber and I were supposed to be a thing that year. Like I was, I was super disappointed because we, we worked together all spring, spring, like spring training. It would be my first guy that I ever had like a personal catcher. 
mm-hmm. and he collided with Dexter Fowler in the second game of the year against Arizona and ACL. And then he rehabbed this whole year, rehabbed an ACL to come back basically only for the world series. And he hit oh, yeah. like, it was unbelievable. So he came up, you know, it was like, it was like a Tom Brady moment where, you know, the guy shits golden and he couldn't do anything wrong. And it was, you know, it kind of sparked us and it was, it was a crazy, crazy ending to that, to that game. And then to go home and win two more, was just, yeah, insane. And the Jason Hayward speech was a real thing. It was a real thing. And it wasn't like, it wasn't really a speech. We were all kind of just sitting in the weight room, kind of waiting out the rain delay. Um, It was more of like a guys just chatting and like, what's going on? Like, and this and that. And, and, and it's, it came to like Hayward's a guy that really likes very few words spoken, but when he's, when he talks, you listen. And uh, it was, it was impressive the way he went about it. He's like, I don't care what happened right there, whether it was the, just something wrong with the disagreement with the pitching change made or strikes and balls, or, you know, it didn't really matter. Like he was just like, guys, just get it together, man. We still got a couple innings to play. This is, this, this can be done. And this isn't going to be this isn't going to be our story. And and guys just started kind of feeding off of it. And it wasn't like the whole, like the was it a Rudy uh, speech? Yeah, Rudy was speech. he up on a chair? You know, yeah. <laughs> like uh, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go. We're gonna, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're gonna go 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 yeah, go. Yeah. yeah. No, so was, another another thing on that with the rain delay, right? A typical yeah. rain delay. You'd never have experienced one, probably, right? Weather no, delay. I don't. It, I think maybe in no, I mean Tampa. Maybe we had like lightning, lightning maybe in the area yeah. and got thirty minutes. Yeah, rain delays for you know any any baseball game. I mean, remember we play a lot of them. Yeah. It's an immediate rush into there to grab the card table, yeah. right, and yeah. to like hit the spread and like to like take your cleats off. <laughs> I have to imagine that that was a different rain delay experience. Were you like, I mean, did you feel bad if you were like, hey, let's play AC Ducey or something? <laughs> like, were people doing that, or was it like, no, 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 we got to like actually focus right now? That one, it was funny. You know, you make a good point. It was like that one. <laughs> it was not a uh, rush to the card table. We were all kind of just like, I think we were still a little shell shocked from what had happened. And, you know, we didn't think Lester was going to come in to pitch for Kyle Hendricks, who was shoving. There was no reason why he needed to come out. But I think we were all second guessing that. And then Lester came in and the first time ever out of the bullpen in his career, you can't really expect success there with crappy weather. And then to add on to that, you know, these are our best guys that we're throwing at him. And then Chapman comes in and gives up the dinger. And we're like, oh, man, like, it wasn't like a defeating moment, but we we're like, what are we going to do? And there was nobody really thinking about, Hey, let's go. Who wants to, who wants to get a game of, of AC? Like so, somebody gets yeah. to go get play game 21 or something like that. Like it wasn't, it was, it was like, we we're really trying to grasp the, the moment at the time. Got it. Got it. That's what I would have assumed. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's, a big, it's a big moment. And one of the worst things too, is like rain delays when you just, it's like, get, have you heard of getaway day? You know what getaway day is? No, we don't have getaway days. <laughs> Getaway day is like everybody's swinging at first pitch. <laughs> like those, yeah. are, sometimes those are amazing games to pitch in, and sometimes you're like, "Get me the fuck out of here!" What, when you're on the back just, end of a like a yeah, road Sunday, trip or something Sunday, like that, one oh five game, and then you're going home, and you got a day off Monday, or you're going somewhere else, and like you just want to get there so you can relax for a day. Yeah, that's, um, that's really good for the fans. Good job, guys. Yeah. Oh, hey. you see it all the time. Watch a game on Sunday where the team has a day off on Monday. 
amazing yeah. games first to pitch like. Swings. Oh, first pitch. It's like guys can't wait to just yeah. get the fuck out there. And it's, it's so. usually those Sunday games are, you know, some bench players giving the everyday guys some some time off, the backup catchers. I'm yep. like, yeah, no, it's funny. I'd love to know the time difference on a Sunday or a getaway day game as opposed to like yeah. a Monday or a Tuesday, <laughs> you know, Thursday, yeah. Friday. Absolutely, it's in and out. You got—I yeah. mean, you, you you pitched in. You know, you got your experience, and you, you're 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 settled down now. But now you go into the World Series, and you're pitching. Like I know for like playing in regular season games, playoff games, AFC Championship games, didn't matter on those games. One snap, and it felt just you know you fell into the game. World yep. World Series, or you get in the Super Bowl for me. It was like a quarter and a half for me to fucking calm down. You it was just it. shaking. It was a sh- you ball, could right? see my hand shaking yeah. in it, shaking on the field right, 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 right mm-hmm. when I'm ready to snap. And it's just like, you know, they tell you it's like, hey, try it's treat it like another game. It's not another game. And you yeah. get in there and you see the spectacle that it is, and you're like, oh yeah. shit, was that like for you in the World Series? <laughs> yeah, it, any 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 playoff experience that I had, it was like like opening day is like a precursor to the playoffs. You tell that to the young guys when their first opening day, you're like opening day, take this in because this is the playoffs every day. And so any, any playoff action I had, I remember because I didn't, I didn't actually pitch in the world series, which was a bummer, but I had a divisional game. I pitched in the divisional series against the Yankees with the, with the Orioles in 2013 or 2012. I think it was 2012. Um, and I faced Sabathia at home and then again in Yankee Stadium and I literally identical lines and my first game like I was shocked that I got out of there with the line I did and then my second outing at Yankee Stadium I felt so much better about it but it was just because of that experience but it was a totally uh out of body experience at first like when you're running out there like as a pitcher you're in, in Yankee Stadium new Yankee Stadium is very comfortable by the way old Yankee Stadium nightmare new Yankee Stadium very comfortable for a visiting player and running out there and, you know, you got the massive walls going up and, you know, it, it gets your heart racing a, a bit. You feel like you're out there all alone in a prairie and, and the world hates you. So trying to get a hold of your at that point took a little, took a little bit longer for me, but it, again, like Dan said, you, you, you just have to find a way to trick fuck yourself into thinking it's just another game, but it really isn't. It's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. Mag- is up there. gotta be nuts for a pitcher, man. You are, you, you are out there on an, island well, you're all oh. you're the lo- loneliest loneliest place in the world yankee stadium I, I believe it. they clear, say that clear the mechanism clear, yeah, okay um for love of the game reference out of you. Thank you okay good billy um, the yeah billy chapel yeah he, that it's was, a great that was movie a, it's a great movie and so he's a great character in that movie so pitches that you wish you had back more so <laughs> not this. necessarily a pitch that you wish you had back but preferably you, from the california league no, I mean, I mean those things still; those things are still going. I was going to say more so, um, toughest guy to get out, just in general, because usually that might be a pitch you pitch you want to have back. You know, like mine is I threw a changeup that I think exploded my elbow in the bullpen. I wish I had that pitch back, right? <laughs> yeah, but, like more so, toughest guy to get out. You know, and you pitch for a while in different leagues too, so yeah. in different divisions. Yeah, I had a I had a pretty good um, lineup that I remember in my nightmares that guys that i just couldn't get out one of them you'll never know the name you won't remember him um he had he had a few years his name was fred lewis i don't know if that picks a, a rings a bell for you but 
he was um, a utility player with the Reds, the Giants, the Jays, lefty, little speed like a burner, like fly down the line. But he was a he was a buck twenty hitter for everybody else, and he was he started his career seven for seven off me, and it was all extra base hits. Double. It's funny that you say Fred Lewis. We actually have him on the line. Can you bring him in, Max? No. No. It's just I, mean, yeah, I get it though. Some people just have your number where they just rake you. Exactly. And I couldn't figure him out for the longest time. Um, when I did finally get him out, it was a weak rounder to second. But like it was, it was so frustrating because he came up in big moments and and killed me. It just absolutely killed. Me. Um, some of the other tougher outs. Uh, Oh boy, um, Paul Konerka was a tough out. Um, I know Manny, Manny, I thought I handed pretty well. David Ortiz was tough. I mean, he was tough for everybody. Um, <clears throat> Man, was a, a, yeah, that's a that's a nice one to have. Is he on your? Is he in your book? You punch him. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one to have in the book. Manny was fun at bat because you knew exactly what he was looking for within the first two pitches, and if he didn't get that pitch, he wouldn't swing. He just take his three strikes and he'd go sit down mm-hmm. you know but if he knew it was coming he would not miss it he was a guy that didn't miss too often so yep. um uh what's his name uh the righty um with the indians used to run he had the chicken wing he'd run around Didn't the base me. no, no lefty uh he um, right, um ramirez um dan won't know dan will have dan will have no shot he's like um uh zach thomas yeah <laughs> <laughs> got a hard head <laughs> He he probably hit eight bombs off me in his career. A Rod was a tough out. Um, another one that I couldn't figure out for the longest time was James Loney. You guys would know that name. Yep. He, nope. I, <laughs> Damn, I know that one. I've got you, Dan. Just Dan, just noping you to death. Hey, nope, nope. Uh, no, Dan's like, did he actually hey, pitch? Do you did, do you get up there and like with like, like A Rod or Manny Ramirez? Just go, holy shit! I'm pitching what? to this guy right now. Like, is there, where's there one guy you're like starstruck? Derek Jeter. Jeter yeah. was. Yeah, 100% Jeter. Like, he was, I mean, he didn't look like much when he was in the box. He didn't. Yeah, but he, didn't good guy, he would give you a hell of an at bat. And, oh, um, just got his 300 or 3,000. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, Miggy. Cabrera, my God. Never seen a guy have more fun on the field. And yep. How old is he now? 50? No, no. no. No, he's not that old. He Some looks of these old. Guys, well, we don't. A lot of these people, we don't know the age. That's the no, tricky that's part true. too. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, pool holes. Yeah, he's fifty or thirty. Danny Almonte. He's yeah. very much a Danny. <laughs> you know that name. You don't know. <laughs> he pitched for ten years in the bigs. And you don't know any names. He's saying you know Danny Almonte. Now, <laughs> there's a good. I think everybody knows Danny Almonte. Yeah, pitching in the big leagues under a different name. For all we, yeah, he probably is. Doesn't um, doesn't. Doesn't Pujols look like he's running on broken glass too? I feel so bad for the guy. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's still be making what twenty million dollars a year this yeah, year. Well, Jesus Christ! That's how it works. That's how the game works. It's okay. better when guys are making that money like two or three years after they retire, after they get done playing. No, it's just money have, coming. I want to have, have, have a Bobby Bonilla day. Ah, yeah, yeah, Dan Copeland. Yep, Bobby Bonilla day, man. What a what a what a what a contract. All right, let's- Let's get to golf. No, I want to cover one thing and then golf. Let's dead ball, golf. dead ball era right now. Would do you wish you were pitching right now? Have you seen what the unders Did are doing right now in betting? Did you use stick them? We have it right here. We I have, did. Uh, we have the spider, spider stuff. Spider, spider attack. I tried like stick them NFL. Did I tried you just like, like it in the ground. What's that? Did you just spike the ball into the ground? If you tried that, did you try I, spider attack? 
where the release point was because I didn't know if I had a lot or a little. Like it was, it was so hard to predict like the texture, whether it was going to stick. Like there was guys like Joel Peralta was a guy like, like I can be very real with this. Like if you call out the other team for using stick'em, you're calling out your own team for using stick'em. Three quarters of your staff has something. And it's because the cue ball of a baseball that we use in the big leagues has almost no seams and it is extremely hard to hold on to in cold weather. That's why guys use it. And like if you were to ask a hitter, they, they would you rather a guy use stick them or would you rather a guy that's throwing a hundred have no clue where it's going? They're gonna be like, use stick them. They're just gonna say it. Yep. It's it's stupid. I can't believe that it's even a beef or it's even relevant still. I I don't understand it. But it didn't work for me. I would I would either spike it into the ground like a forty foot heater or I'd throw it halfway up the backstop. I had no idea how to manipulate the way those guys did. But Joel Peralta, I would was rather, I, I, would, I would rather have you have control. Oh, uh, absolutely. Just, that, yeah. That's scary. Well, because then if you get hit, you know they were trying to hit you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's speaking like that, you're up there terrified that, the whole time. Who, who, who have you thrown at intentionally? Yeah. That just well, that's, pissed you that, off. Never, I never threw at anybody intentionally in my career. Come yeah. on. Oh, I mean, come on. Grinning, any, 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 did anybody come out to the mound? Uh, no, nobody ever charged me, no. Really? You played that long and you never had somebody come at you? No. Nope. You were no, just a I, nice guy out there. I only got thrown out once too. I, I saw that story actually. I put it on the list that you got, you got tossed. I can't believe it. I couldn't believe that he rung me. Like, well, you did give up back to back to back home runs. Was it Joe West? Back to back to back home runs. <laughs> and then you hit somebody. <laughs> so, yeah, you're lying if when you say that you didn't hit somebody on purpose. That is the ultimate no. time to hit somebody. But it was a slider. If I'm going to hit somebody, and put okay, it in his- all right. Yeah. Very put ninety five behind it, you know. I'm Are you telling gonna... the ump I was a slider? I, I didn't. Yeah. It was it was intentional. Yeah. yeah, I was like, dude, if I, I um uh, the uh, umpire, uh, forget Joe it. West, Joe West. Oh, no, no, it wasn't Joe West. Oh, an H. I wish it was Joe West. It was Hunter Wendelstadt, and I, I, it literally bomb after bomb after bomb. It it back and ball, and then a slider that spun, and it was all. It was literally all sliders that the guys were launching because I, I was sweating like a, a, a pig that day and I could not find the grip and it was just spinning, just middle hit me balls. And uh, and then I hit Tuyasa Sopo in the shoulder, front shoulder, and he ran me and I was like, what are you, what? I mean, I was seeing red for the first time in my career on something that it was like literally out of my control. Like I got run, it's not like he's going to let me come back in. So then I had to like let it eat. And I was like, dude, are you serious? Really? You think I'm going to hit him with a slider? Did you see the velocity? Did you like, are you attention? And that was what really got me flustered with like umpires at, at that point in my career. Like after a while, I was like, man, it's a tough job, but pay a little attention. You know, it's, yeah. I feel like some of those place it and I can't. Oh, oh, your boy uh, Schwarber got rung big with uh, Angel uh, two nights ago or last night. He was, he lost it too. That was a good one. Angel's probably see that. Yeah, it's not surprising that Angel was the umpire either. Not surprising he, at all. He, he had is, a bad night. He had a bad night. No, he, he has a bad night all the time. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's yeah. a terrible zone. He has a lot of bad. Nights. He was actually he called my my uh, debut game. That's a good. That's a good quick fact. Good. Yeah. And was, he, was he? Did he have a good zone? Did was it tight? It like, was well. thing. Your it debut well. debut zone is like probably this big where. It, you no, know, you probably was, had some umpires that eventually you played for a while yeah, that you yeah, were getting the outside yeah. corner. Yep. Yeah. Right? After a while, that was there's some guys out there. There's some uh, like you start getting a ball off. 
like not like back in the 2001 world series with the the marlins and the mets where you're getting a foot off the plate like those were you go back yep. and watch the play it was like laughable how how wide they were going um but yeah like it, it was it was a keyhole zone my debut i i mean i was like wow this is a big league zone i'm fucked yeah yeah it's <laughs> tough to do yeah so you you've been out for a few years now um who are your boys still I mean, you still have that group text that's, like, nine years old, you know, because I do. It's hilarious, and, like, we should delete it, but. Yeah, that's probably not one to show everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. who are your boys still, that, and what team do they come from? Because, you know, you're with a lot of programs, too. Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty sporadic. Um, my last, I mean, my last spring training was with the Rangers, and I made the team, and I walked immediately. I, 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 the kids, the family wasn't excited that I made the team, really, so I was like, all right, I guess this is it. I'm done um and so i i only had a few weeks with those guys and i, I mean i made a couple friends there um with some some pitching stuff and eric gagne he's a he's a good dude good golfer too plays on like the celebrity tours around um really good golfer uh but most of my chats are with the royals which i had my last two years in i mean i still keep in touch with like lester and lackey and hendrix with the cubbies and you know i could i could shoot a text to some of those guys and they'd probably answer but it's more yeah, or less think like, they want to come on yeah, <laughs> Let's get yeah. Some more we'll eventually, we'll eventually yeah. use you for that yes absolutely but they uh, they um i mean i could it's it's kind of it's kind of random uh but most of most of them are it's the majority of them are pitchers for sure um mm -hmm. but i guess the royals guys and then we had a young team so a lot of those guys kind of used dad and you know i i was just down in pinehurst and i texted with brad keller because we use the same caddy when we're down me and Whit, Fair, Whit Merrifield and, and Brad Keller use the same caddy when we go there. And so those guys were, you know, check in with those guys. So out of the, out of all those guys or, or out of anybody that, you know, who's the best pitcher or baseball player golfer? Um, man, you're pretty good. No, I, I, actually you play good we're club. Gonna, hey, well, we're going to play next week. Yeah. We're next gonna, week we're going to set it up. Okay. Actually, I'm going to put my money on. Uh -oh. oh no. I, I he's, uh -oh. I'd put my money on him. Too. I'm going to put my money on him. <laughs> Can if, I? If how'd, Pine, how'd Pinehurst go? Pinehurst was good. It was in great shape. Um, I played Tobacco Road, too, which was a treat. That was yeah, a very cool spot. Yep. yep. Um, I shot – what did I shoot at Tobacco? So my first round at Tobacco was 77, and I was pretty psyched since I hadn't picked a club at seven, picked up a club in seven months. And then my first round at Pinehurst was number eight. And I shot 88. <laughs> okay. Well, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe the money's coming oh, back yeah. to you a little bit. Yeah. No, yeah. I, not the way I'm swinging right now. It's disgusting. Yeah. But I, I've done Pinehurst a few times, and that's a cool trip. You played two on this trip? or played two. Nope. Yeah, played two. Shot 84. Um, but I couldn't hold a green to save my life. I, I, I got new wedges from um, J.P. Harrington, who was like Vokey's right-hand man. He started his own little – company now he's off on his own little venture called jp golf and they're sexy looking wedges but man they've got some teeth and anywhere like pinehurst is a don ross design so it's all false front and yep. their greens were hard and it take one big bounce spin and then zip, zip right back i mean I, I spent all day with 30 40 yard chips because they they, they just back off yeah caddies down there call it uh degreening right yeah. like so you can hit the ball into a green have a yep. 12 footer for birdie and put it off the green into one of the waste bunkers. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. It's, and they call it degreening. Like when, yeah. when you, when they give you your putter, they like have their hand on the wedge. Cause they're like, Oh, he's <laughs> going to miss his pot. And then he's going to have to come out of the bunker after this. 
I've so, only played down. I played down there one time. I forget that's which a one. Trip. That's a fun trip. Have you done any other good ones? You done any other good ones with group of guys like you know Cabot or anything? Not yet. No, no. I'm trying to put together like now that I'm done. COVID really shut down my whole like yay parade like party. Let's do this. Yeah. Go with the buddies afterwards. Um, so just now kind of starting to put something together with the guys with the, like a golf trip here and there. Um, but I go down to Pinehurst with the Bettinardi guys. And then the other place I do want to get out to, which I never made when I was in Chicago was up to Wisconsin and sand Valley, like trying to get there. It's I've been to Kohler. That's a good one. Um, that's where, you know, um, <clears throat> whistling straights is mm-hmm. black wolf Iron hills over there too. I'd love to go check out Payne's Valley too, the new Tiger one. But I mean, there's so, there's so many good destinations. Dan, I'm jealous of because he gets to go to Cape Valley every year. Yeah, hey, I, that, that trip is back on the books this year. Yeah, he's playing it this year. Hey, hey, yeah, we we didn't we didn't I say meant, in the beginning that was, you guys are at the same club, and I can't this, believe. Do you play a member member together? No, or, I played with play Paul. With he did reach out, and this year, I mean, our other jobs at yeah. home yeah. um i forget what you said you have but i have i have a graduation party i think i have to go to that day nah, you might have to get a pass that's, for that a two-day or fine. A, but is it a two-day or three-day at one point for the member members it's three yeah it's three day friday through sunday see we have three members all right Paul and I members. won the flight last year and just didn't. We, we actually oh yeah lost you guys by, did we, play we, well. won, we won the flight see we talked about yeah. that yeah. but uh yeah james <laughs> valley is back on. Case Valley's back on. You've played okay. on much better courses than I have, by the way. I, I got that one. I get the one every year, which is special, but that one's on. not. Have, have yeah. you played the country club yet in Brookline? Have you played the country club, Brookline? I, I haven't played the country oh, yeah, club. Correct. Okay, do you want to play it? Uh, yes. Okay, do you want to do that uh, next week or the week after? We can do it next week. So let's do Quinnessett next week. So get find him out, on. Find out what it, what his time schedule is with the uh, the job at home. Yeah, that's all we need. We need a day on well, that yeah, one. Yeah. So we, we need a full day. We got pass pick up. Do we have drop off and pick up, and do we have to work in between it, or can we schedule so something? I, I, can so, you share your calendar with us? Like, <laughs> I, when is the, when, when's the, when's the trip to the grocery store next week? Yes. <laughs> can you can you like make that a different day next week? Pick up the the eggs. No, then the eggs might be. Let's uh, get Monroe Dairy. No. We can deliver it to the house. Do you have Monroe? Because we'll just we'll get an account for you, so you can come out more. We need Monroe because we had Monroe when we first moved in, and then when we kind of decided we were going to be in Chicago in the off seasons for a while, we gave it. it. And now we can't. It's hard to get back in. Can't get back. Can't get back. A country club. You can't. You can't get. And you got to have the box on the door. If you don't have the box on the door, maybe if you just put one out there, the guy will drive by and think, "Oh, I should be delivering. I should be dropping off here." Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we need a full day for for the country club, though. Is that That's cool? Just, and by the way, Tip said they're playing the championship course now. Only championship Only course championship. this year. So we won't even play. We'll play the championship setup, which is sweet. I, I've heard great things. And, you know, just haven't obviously been able to get out there yet. So, okay. yeah. Okay, hey, so seven, this is an easy we were, one. This is an easy Hamill, one. I just I, need a day. There's, like, guys that I play with that I play better. Hamill's one of them. Oh, you like, play better I with him? I play better with him. I play better with you. You do play. But you remember last, with last year we on 18, it's a little – Dog leg left, yep. what probably like four fifty or whatever. He hit a fucking bomb off of eighteen mm-hmm. that I've never seen go. Remember you were in that forward trap? Yeah, it was. It occasionally, I run into one and it actually goes where I want it to. Oh shit! It was a bomb, but he's six six, oh, six and his, six. Yeah, his swing is so long. Yeah, and if he gets it, I mean, then you go up after him. You have no chance. All right, so we'll set up. I, I felt like an asshole. 
day too, because that day you were shooting like a career round, like through like 12 holes. Like it was like, we were, we were going up to number 12. What was he part over? <laughs> yeah, probably. No, <laughs> no he, he had like a, he had like a, I think he had like a birdie. He had a bunch of pars. He had a string of pars. And yeah, I think he only bogeyed one hole. Mm -hmm. And, I was like, dude, this has got to be like a career round. And then shit fell apart for him. But I was like, well, yeah, shocking, I, shocking that that happened. He definitely fucked that one up. That was my bad. No, you, you don't, you don't, of course. No, no, no. That's that. This is our time to shine right now. When the kids are yeah. in school, we can get out there and yeah, do whatever we want. So what's a good time for a tea time for you? Is it because you got the grocery, you got drop off and then you got the grocery so, store? Yeah. So I can, uh, what I'll do is I'll get like 30 bags of groceries, the, this weekend stock up yep. you drop off yeah you're not gonna go to dave's market you're gonna go to like costco you hit yeah, like our pjs yeah <laughs> i would i would say quit nested we need to work around that schedule i think the championship course like country club i'm hoping it gets a day like no i think that's something that just is an exception to the rules oh, kind of like a pioneer yeah. trip my wife is she, she's a saint she, when it comes to that stuff she's like i want you to be able to go play golf and now that things are opening up like just this pinehurst trip was i was i was psyched i mean i played 108 holes in three days yeah and so you like, i'm so happy for you, you finally got to do it because i was getting to be annoying <laughs> yeah yep. i need to play i need to go play. i'm jones and so yeah she'll we'll, we'll make it work for sure but okay. I, I we'll make an easy one next week with quid and then we'll because we'll no, get a really Jenkins good do that jenkins yeah. will get a really good day for us for uh for tcc now we do have to have the fernando in the clubhouse after mm -hmm. you know so it's a tonight we might be ubering home is that okay stop at capital on the way home <laughs> the last uh -oh. time that happened you you literally carried me <laughs> Out of the Capitol Grill in Providence, yeah, and we had clients in town. Like they were, they were pressing me, and Dan's like, "We need to go." I ordered a, like a fifty-four ounce steak because I was mad at them because they kept asking me real questions, and I was like, "Shut up! I'm pretty drunk. I don't want to do this anymore." And then the waitress came around. I was like, "Give me the biggest." They were paying actually, so they were yeah. vendors, not clients. I was like, "Give me the most expensive steak on the menu," and then I didn't even eat it. <laughs> I went to the bathroom because I like couldn't even move. That's because you back out because your eyes were closing at the table. Oh, they were closed. Dan carried me home that night. Appreciate that. I haven't I haven't thanked you for that yet. I'm still maybe, putting money on him. Maybe you can carry both of us. That'd be great. Yeah, I'll right. both get a tomahawk and then we'll uh, yeah we'll just drink and, and a special drink up at uh special drink up at TCC. So we'll set special that up. Day. That's that's no problem. What's the number right now? Plus, you know, you one two. Like how's uh, it? Yeah, I think I'm I'm right around a one, but again, it's it's, it's early. You're, you're why don't in, you play in that club court thing? You're why a northeast you golf guy now. Yeah, why don't you play in that club court thing? That's all all kinds of good big league guys playing that that are golfers. The one that was this past weekend, or, or I guess it was a little while ago, it was taped, right? Is you talking? You talking about the one down in Tahoe? Yeah, no, 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 no. That's the one American that, Century. The, one the club court was Smoltz and Romo. Well, like, so I know um, one of my buddies, Bud Norris, plays in it. I forget um, where it was, but yeah, it's you know, a bunch of guys that are in it. Yeah. You know Bud? I like, with yeah, I played with Bud in double A. Well, I played with him all the way through for four years. So he's a lunch. I call him the lunchbox. He's a good stick. <laughs> yeah. He's a good yeah. player. Yeah, he's a little, he's like a bot. He used to be a bot. Now he's like all crazy in shape right now. I don't know what he's doing. He's like just working out and like he's retired. He had a good career, but he was like a little box, you know. But he is a good golfer. He can move it. That's like Ionetta, who's a Rhode Island guy. You guys know that name, right? He, we yep. call him yeah, SpongeBob SquarePants because he was just literally like, 
you looked at you know, rectangular spun catcher, you know, a good target too. Like you don't yep. block everything. <laughs> yeah. But, but, uh, we got to get bud on soon. Actually. I've got some good bud stories. All right. Yeah, Let's do it. very good bud stories. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, so next week we're doing quid. We'll set that up, and then the week after we'll go We'll go to TCC. We'll do it up big. It's perfect. Fastar Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.